It is, it is, this is the birthday episode. You have to come in with heat. Bring it. Sauce it up. Hell yeah. Let's write. Okay, you lost it a little bit. I think you lost it a little bit. But we had a little, we had, we raged like a little bit and that's enough. I'm taking these glasses off now. Hi, welcome <laughs> to the Game of Thrones podcast. My name is Abigail Kelly. This is Paige Hughes. Welcome Hi. to the birthday month. Yay, birthday happy, month. Birthday. happy birthday. Yay, happy birthday. I, I cannot believe you've been doing this for a year, but at the same time, I can 100% you've been doing this for a year. It feels, <laughs> it feels simultaneously like it's been a million years since I started this podcast. And also like it was uh, two weeks ago. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it was it was funny because uh, my brother <laughs> called me on my walk home from work the other day, and he was like, "Hey, I was just listening to your latest episode," and I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Episode fifty two, bitch," and I was like, "Yes, yes," and he was like, D- "Nothing, nothing for your one year anniversary, nothing," and I was like. If you listened to my other episodes of the podcast instead of just the ones you think are going to be special, you would have heard me say that our actual anniversary is October 7th because episode zero dropped September 22nd. And then we did weeks of promo and then the drop beach. So maybe if you paid attention. (laughs) We have the special episodes. We have episode zero. Come on. I know. I know. So uh, this is this is the start of birthday month, but this, this is officially the our birthday episode. And I thought, who is more deserving of, to be on the birthday episode than the person who recorded the first episode of KOT with me ever? Although I think the first one released, obviously, was Flame of the Flower, part one and part two. But the first episode ever recorded, ever, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was with you and you and I, uh, Paige Hughes, illustrator. Uh, woman about town and local egg um and uh and and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some fun today today's listen we're doing four special episodes um they're all gonna be kind of bananas i'm I'm so fucking excited honestly uh next week's episode listen It's nonsensical, and you do not have to listen to it all if you do not want to. Anyway, uh, but today we are we are doing the fan request slash listener special episode. Now, Yay. this episode is um, basically a compilation of all of the bits and requests that people have asked me to do in the past um, that, like, I could never like work into uh, uh, uh like a whole episode. They were all kind of like jokey joke stuff um, that is super fun, but not necessarily something that can be done, um, you know, as like a whole ep. Uh, and um, also, I'm kind of mixing in a little bit of a Q and A in here because um, I've gotten a lot of the same questions in the past. Uh, <laughs> Most notably, the question I get most often is, what is Nutrient Slurry from? Um, 
Oh, boy. I get that DM once a week. Really? Yeah. That's really yeah. funny. Um, which is hilarious. Good for Susan Trombley. I hope everyone's reading her book, The Scorpion's Mate. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we're going to be kind of mixing and matching. Today is like a different sort of episode. But here's what I've decided about birthday month, y'all. Birthday month, birthday month is the Abigail's Indulgence Month. She's doing whatever she wants. By which I mean eyes. Eyes doing whatever eyes wants. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> these episodes are wholly self-indulgent um and and you're all just gonna have to live with the consequences of that frankly uh so Paige how are you feeling I'm feeling pretty good um I'm sorry in advance I'm still kind of eating my breakfast so if you hear oatmeal sounds and coffee sounds I'm sorry about that Jesus Christ oatmeal sounds you can I mean we had this planned we had this planned I know I know get your shit together setting up took a little bit longer can't be eating. I, you're gonna regret. I can hear your. I can hear your spoon scraping. Please, please, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to know that the picture I'm seeing is Paige in her closet, surrounded by clothes. Clothes are in front of the camera, so <laughs> she's mostly microphone. And so the idea of you like doing all of that and just kind of quietly like slurping up some. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite the picture. I can't. I'm. I'm not much better. I am wearing a tiara. I am wearing uh, Robert Pattinson earrings. I am wearing our special KOT birthday merch. Are we gonna promo now? We're promoing now, B. Oh, she so looks sexy. so fly, you guys. She made a very own Kingdom Thirst Thirsty First sweatshirt. I did. It I looks did. incredible. It's something. It's quite something. It's very Vapowave. I'm wearing the tester, technically. Um, the final design, it will have gone up October 1st. And I announced it in the Adele Buck interview episode that came out last Wednesday. Um, and you can get the merch as stickers or on a mug or on any sort of clothing you want. But um, I specifically designed it to be some sort of like... I leaned real heavy into like nasty Vapowave Dixie Cup territory. Um and it does say thirsty first, and it is only so going to be good. up for thirty days, or I guess thirty-one days, because uh, uh, October has thirty-one days in it. But um, it will, it, and then it will not be available ever again. Um, so get it now or be square. So do that. <laughs> um, and we're also going to have other commemorative merch up. Paige is going to have some merch up by yep. now. Yeah. Yep. I designed some stuff. I'm very excited for you guys to see. I feel like it's very fitting for the show. It is. It's and very cute. You do very cute stuff. Thank um, you. So if you want to check out Paige's stuff, the link to her uh, in print store is uh, <laughs> is in the link below. Um, but yeah, so so this is like all, we have a lot to, of stuff to cover today in terms of all the ridiculous nonsense we're going to do. <laughs> but I wanted to get ahead of things and be like, if you want to get the special merch, get on that shit because it's only going to be up for 31 days. It's cool. It's very dope. I designed it myself. Um, slash Paige designed her stuff that, that's in the shop. Um, stickers and, and mugs and what all. 
Um, and then on top of that, if you want to help celebrate birthday month, I can think of no better way to do that for you personally, the listeners, to do one of a couple of things. You can either like drop us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, those are really, really helpful. They help move that algorithm meter a little bit, you know, you know, according to Dave from Chartable, we're doing great in Saudi Arabia. But uh, shout out know. to Saudi Arabia. Thank shout you guys. Shout out to Saudi Arabia. I think we might be like. One of like three popular uh, English book related romance podcasts in Saudi Arabia, and we were doing great. We're doing. I love great. it. Um, but uh, you know, elsewhere we could we could use a little bit of a boost. So if you or if you if the spirit moves, yeah, please drop a review or, um. Or and or, frankly, it would be awesome if you did both. But if you could maybe shout out your favorite episode or your favorite bit, like uh, on whatever social media you use, that also is how podcasts grow. So um, I can think of no better way to celebrate our birthday, our one year anniversary birthday um, month thing, extravaganza <laughs> thing, um, than doing that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Okie dokie. So I'm we fucking listen. One of the requested bits. <laughs> Most of these came from the Discord, by the way. I've just been compiling these over time. Incredible. Um, so y'all in the Discord, shout out for being like the real ones. You guys are mostly you this episode is for you. bunch. Incredible listeners. A bunch of fucking degenerates in there, man. Let me <laughs> tell you. So one of the things that... I've had to, the self-control it's taken to do this. Okay, so I was requested to somehow make an episode out of, um, do, do, if you if you remember the Pamela episode, listeners, if you're a new listener, then you probably haven't gotten there yet. It's one of the earlier episodes. Um, and I'm obsessed with that book. I'm obsessed with Pamela. It was written in like 1767 or some crazy shit like that. Um, and when I went to read it, I initially got a bad version of it <laughs> that oh. was like, translated from English to another language and then translated back. Um, and it was fucking hilarious to read. It was absolutely absurd. And somebody at some point, I'm blanking on who, forgive me, but they asked me to do a whole episode where I like translated my favorite book and then read the resulting mess. Um, and I was like, okay, that's funny, but like, I can't do an episode like that. It would just be me crying, probably, laughter. <laughs> um, and there's not much to talk about there. But I figured, what better place to start? In the grand history of KOT, one of the reasons that this podcast exists at all is for, well, two reasons. Two reasons bundled up into one reason. And that is, this podcast would not exist without Cressley Cole and Ruby Dixon, because Way back when, at the start of the pandemic, I needed things to read. And so I dove into series um, in a way that was deeply unhealthy. And um, I got obsessed with both The Immortals After Dark, which I had read initially when I was a teenager, and then um, the Ice Planet Barbarian series. And I would not fucking shut up about it. And... <laughs> Uh, my friends got very, very sick of it and were like, Abigail, if you're going to talk so much with your big fat mouth, you might as well be recording it. And that is how <laughs> this podcast started. I remember so, you messaging me about it. Yes. You being yes. like, well, I'm finally going to do it. Making a I'm podcast. So, I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm going to force <laughs> you to sit with me for an hour. <laughs> um. So today we're going back to our roots and we are 
going to read a slice of both the first Ice Planet Barbarians book, which is Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon, and A Hunger Like No Other by Gressley Cole. Incredible. As told by Google Translate. Oh my God. And then we're going to answer a couple of questions, and then we're going to do another bit, and then we're going to answer a couple of questions, and we're going to do another bit. How's that sound? It sounds pretty good. Okay. Fuck, I read like three words of this. And I, like, had to stop because I started, like, crying at my desk. So. Oh, no. Uh, this, I decided to go with sex scenes because, obviously, obviously, obviously. Obviously, obviously, obviously. Uh, I want you to try and guess how many languages I passed this through. Uh, six. Right on the money. Yeah, you got six. I mean, four non-English. So English back to, to, to Spanish, to Luxembourgish, to Turkish, <laughs> oh, to Indonesian, no. and then back to English. Incredible. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to try so hard to get through this. <laughs> Go to sleep. I told me to pull my lips. I will be in bed. He sits, and you will see a little holy hair and mind. Oh. I... <laughs> I punish you to mix our monjon, M-O-N-S-I-O-N. Oh, also, all of the all of the grammar has been eviscerated, <laughs> so I don't. We're gonna get the. Uh, uh. God damn. Okay, we are fucking so not okay. And the voter was broken, and his vom was full of damage in a thousand dollars. Grease my hat with suggestions closely. Oh. You're tired and sleep. My resonance is here early in the morning. Then he will be fast, he said, and went in my hand in my pants. Uh, what? <laughs> if the hand didn't believe my hand. <laughs> skin. Should I be doing this in like a dramatic voice? I feel like I should be doing this in a dramatic voice. Yeah, continue in a dramatic voice. Okay, we'll see how that feels, huh? That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I can't read ahead. The chicken pulls free skin later. <laughs> chicken is a little after a while. Chicken is a little after moments. Chicken is a bit <laughs> Oh, I desperately want to know how they got chicken. What's the chicken doing there? Chicken is a bit after a while. This chicken is a little later. (laughs) 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 Having heard at the end of shame ineffected and close, mm, will grow stronger. (laughs) Mm, I've mm. dreamed today every day. He said that every day it seemed very teasing him has my own hands around dot dot dot, dot my dot, way dot. and get him on my forehead, throwing him on the forehead. He was very buried. He was on the forehead and he felt like his vagina and his body gestures were fascinated and their movements were fascinated. And they talked to me. Move in the breath and my cooey vibration begins. Blows for heavy weight and urgent needs. Then I do not believe it is almost not fake knitted. I feel my head and almost a little, little, little. <laughs> oh, no. Silent me, rude. I whole body nervous and answer. 
It feels like something over-experienced with me in my mouth. It can fight me, but he feels like that again. Gentle, cutting mouth with him smooth tongue. And pussy feels like that. Only in the mouth, deep encouragement is the power of value. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Uh, A little bit more. Okay. You can do it. How are we feeling? This is wild. This is a man door hand hook card door kind of situation. (laughs) I don't want to drink it. Mm. He pushed his tongue on my shaft head and pushed his fist against him to encourage him. I was fascinated by me too. With a smaller tapping bite on my axis with lips, he has my eyes and then leaves it again to leave it again. Then he took his head in his mouth and rolled his tongue against him by removing his voice, Varicates, which I believe is supposed to be uh, uh, Vectal, the name of the (laughs) character here, were, quote, too big for me deeply in. Quote, I can, but you can adapt my finger around you. Quote, he not good? (laughs) Oh. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> I want to know what was up with the chicken. What was up so with that? So I feel like we need to go back and readdress the chicken. I have to, I think I need to reread that. Because I don't. Yeah, what was up with the chicken? I need, okay. I desperately need to know about he it. He said he went in my hand and in my pants. That I can kind of parse. Okay, its yeah. hand didn't believe my hand in my pants and it pulled his free skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The chicken pulls free skin later. Chicken is a little after a while. Chicken is a little after moments. Chicken is a bit after a while. This chicken is later. I feel like I need to draw chicken merch now. I don't think we do. I don't think so. Because I don't know how this happened. I don't know how this happened. I don't understand. It's Why is there a chicken? chicken? Who's chicken? Who's, who's chicken? chicken? Ruby Dixon, who's chicken? Is chicken a euphemism in this situation? I, how can it be a euphemism? They use pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it probably, you know, okay, here's my theory. I think somewhere in that paragraph, I could be totally wrong because I have not read this book, yeah. but uh, maybe it says cock. Oh my god, it is! You're right! You're right, it's cock! Oh my god! Wait, hold on! Hold on, now I need to replace it. Hold on. Don't drink. Don't- Hold on, don't drink! Okay, its hand didn't believe my hand in my pants and it pulled his free skin. The cock pulls free skin later. Cock is a little after a while. Cock is a little after moments. Cock is a bit after a while. This cock is a little later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, good lord. I don't think so, actually. I don't think so. I don't don't think think so either. Oh, God. Was that anything? I don't know if that was anything. Y'all I mean, requested this. It feels kind of like a, like a, 
Like a haiku almost. Not a haiku, but you know what I mean. Some sort of fucking stream of consciousness. Like, I don't I don't even know. I feel like I've had this dream, you know? <laughs> yeah, me too. It feels it feels like something like you would hear at like some underground like beatnik poetry reading. Oh my god, beat poetry, yeah, but it's all chickens and free it's skin. All Oh, okay. Okay, we're moving on. All right, we got to keep going because we got a lot of stuff to do. Okay, A Hunger Like No Other, excerpt with Lachlan, our boy, our bad and nasty werewolf man, uh, and our him. girl Emmeline, who deserved better. Uh, right? Um, if we go back and listen to that episode, I'm going to link all of these episodes probably to Spotify below, but you can listen wherever you want. I'll put the episode number. Um, So this was translated from English to Greek to Samoan to Dutch to Persian to Scots Gaelic and then to English. The Scots Gaelic was uh, obviously for Lachlan Um, because he's Scottish. Uh, So this one's going to be rough. I'm just going to opening line. Hey, it's rough. And we're just going to have to deal with that. And I'm going to read this dramatically. And I'm just going to need you to not take a drink from your coffee. (laughs) I promise I won't. For your computer's sake. open me from my kids emline oh no he did not answer if he did not attempt to do he did not open his word to the sight of a knee about to him again af god yes but new pain he did not do this like it it uses his hair as as honest (laughs) i'll read that again it uses his hair as honest if her blood lost the blood if this it would be strong enough to save everything press vampire to drink is locked up what happened to her he put his hands on the cockerel between him and kept his head (laughs) the smell of her hair feels he can ask and his journey's expired i come to me if you stop ellipses (laughs) He protected him. Disadvantages were not anything special. (laughs) They can't touch her or to put her mouth on his body. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They can't touch her or to put her mouth in his body. (laughs) Trapped locked, he gave his chest on his chest. The head teacher began to break his gun. Overload all the night in the distance from its first fire he now went away and a rise leaded a length when he knew his unknown his ear was destroyed i was able to drink you god that one felt much more ominous and much more poetic like i feel like at some point we got into some weird like medieval poetry and didn't ever escape it it, that one, oh, it felt a lot more, like, ominous, though. Like, some something wasn't right there, I feel I like. I want you to know that that's the scene where they're in the hotel just outside of, like, where Lachlan's castle is. Mm-hmm. And um, Emma is going to drink from him, like, intentionally mm. for the first time. And he, like, she's like, you, you can't touch me because every time I drink, like, I, like, lose sexual control. And so she's like, you need to, like, if I do this, you have to agree to, like, put your hands on the headboard and, like, not let me t- not touch me. And he's like, dealsies. And so he does that. And then she, like, goes wild on it. And he's like, ah, I got such a big boner. And it's, like, a whole thing. So I don't know how this... <laughs> 
I don't know how we got this like it still feels like a dream honestly but yeah that was that was kind of spooky that was spooky uh I am a fan of open me from my kids M line that is I like the line about the gun when the one with the he, he, like he gave his chest on his chest. <laughs> the the head teacher began to break his gun. Yes. Um, yeah, I like that. That was. Mm. See, it's lines like he now went away and rise lead it at length. When I he, I knew his unknown, his ear was destroyed. I was able to drink you. Like that is that's spooky. It's real spooky. I don't that's know how spooky. I feel about that. Anyway, Crystal's got a new book coming out January 25th. Woo, 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 woo. She came out of her hole, the Cressley Coal Hole. The Cressley Coal Hole. <sighs> Man, I'm so I'm so excited. I got to read all those books again. So you, you're going to read all of them? You're going to read all of them before the new one comes out? You going to try to stop me? Uh, no. I'm just remembering the last time you binge read a series and and you felt exhausted. Oh, because of the Swilet stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, but that one's that I, I, from what I understand, uh, Cressley Cole's a little uh, emotionally easy, uh, emotionally easier to get through than the Side Changeless Here's what's whack, is that you are correct. And mm-hmm. it's like, not to say that Cressley Cole's books don't have like an intense amount of like violence and like sadness and angst and stuff in it. But Nalini Singh is on another level of emotional pain that, like, I can't even grasp. Uh, So, yeah, like, I, uh, yeah, I just finished uh, The Last Guard, which is the most recent book in the uh, Side Changeling Trinity series. And it was, again, mostly pain. Um, So, yeah, I will probably do better just emotionally, physically, mentally, physically again. Um, also because I've already read all the books before like three times so um, <laughs> alright so we are going to answer a couple of questions um, I feel like I'm probably going to put like some fun little stingers in here because I, I, I don't know this feels like all over the place and I, we need like some like or something you know in between some sections. transition music yeah <laughs> okay that's fair um, I've already answered why did why did I start the podcast? That that I answered. I answered it and it was the answer is because my friends were getting really fucking sick of me talking to them about romance novels that they didn't ask to hear about. And then um I was like, okay, and then as a joke, I was like, well, maybe I should start a podcast. And then Kat and Jessica, who have both been featured on the podcast, were like, Abigail, just start a podcast. That's a great idea. And I was like, mm, is it? And they were like, yes, let's have a business meeting. And then I somehow got roped into a business meeting over Google Meets. And for like two hours, we like did a business plan about starting the podcast. And then and then Kat did a random name generator for for romance novel titles and Kingdom of the Thirst came up and I looked at the domain and there it was nobody had taken it. Incredibly. That's still so incredible. Like it's such a good name. It's such a good name. And like no one no one had it. It's mine now. I I own that SEO. That's mine, baby. It's all um, yours, baby. So that's how podcasts start. Yay. Yay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, and we did initially have like, um, I recorded like some crazy like 10 episodes or something before the podcast actually released. Um, I remember. Yes. That was <laughs> what a time when I had so much. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, it did take me, a, it, it was a lot of work to do that because I also had to teach myself how to edit 
audio, how to record audio, how to edit audio, uh, how to put up podcasts, hosting services, website, um, get approved on like all of the various podcasting. Uh, I remember Apple Podcasts took a little while. It took like two weeks to get on Apple Podcasts. It was ridiculous. Um, uh, but yeah, so it was like a whole thing. But like, yeah, I started out with like 10 episodes in the chamber and then I released episode zero on September 22nd and then I uh, did a bunch of promo for it, which nobody saw. And then <laughs> <laughs> released episode one, which was The Flame and the Flower, uh, part one. Don't know why I decided to start there. Should have started with a one-off, but there we are. Um, uh, and and yeah, and that's kind of how the how the podcast started. Paige, do you like remember uh, any like specific like fun little tidbits from the from the start of the pod from your perspective? Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't think it was the fir- the absolute first episode that we recorded together but like very very early on like one of those like first 10 episodes I recorded one with you when it was the hottest day in Los Angeles and my AC broke and I felt like I was going to die (laughs) that was fun I remember that you were melting I was I felt like a marshmallow but I also remember um, recording the Halloween episode mm-hmm. with the Rob Apocalypse. The Rob Apocalypse, still Ro- a fan favorite. Still I'm a fan Rob favorite. Earrings. Yeah, I people have left various uh, reviews and sent me direct messages saying how much, how funny they thought the Rob Apocalypse was. It's it is funny. It is funny. Yeah, I did. I I was telling my friends about it the last time I was hanging out with them, and they, uh, they thought it was a hoot. It was a hoot and a half. It was a hoot and a half. I had a great time making that visual aid back when I made visual aids. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, 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 it is now an on-running joke in my household. I have a, uh, I have, I got these gorgeous Robert Pattinson earrings from so B for good. Christmas uh, last year, and they are quite something. But uh, if you want to listen to that episode, that is the. Uh, Four Horsemen episode, the Halloween special. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember listening to that episode um, when I was packing. I was moving on Halloween. Mm, that's right. That's right. Terrible. Fucking awful. I do not recommend it, y'all. No. Don't move on Halloween. Don't move on a holiday. Question two: Before we move on to the next bit, how many books do you think I read a week? Let's just, oh. let's just do a week. Um, well, you do, you have mentioned that you do read about a book a day. Yeah, on average. Yeah. On average. So, can I, do I have to choose a specific number or can I do it? You can do like a, like a, you know, just a low end to high end. All right. Um, low end six a week, high end ten a week. I so at the at, in the heart of the of of the pandemic, I was reading about two books a day. Um, so I was reading like fourteen books a week, not counting like <laughs> novellas and stuff. Now that it, that number has gone down quite a bit, just because like I'm working and um, also frantically writing books and also, you know, recording and editing and promoting the podcast so i don't exactly have as much time but i read anywhere between five to seven books a week okay um yeah so you were very close yeah uh which is not a brag that's more like um i don't have control of my life sort of admission um so i think we should do uh 
uh, we'll do my bit next, and then the grand finale bit will be your bit because I'm very <laughs> excited because <laughs> I've asked Paige to to do a bit. Are you sure you want my bit to be last? I don't. Do you want? I don't do you know. Do it next? Do you want to do your bit next? I'll do my bit next. Okay, do it. We'll do your bit next. Let's do it. <laughs> Transition music. <laughs> okay, do it. Do it. Okay, so. A couple days ago, Abigail uh, messaged me and told me for this podcast, we wanted to play a sort of two yeah, truths. Yeah, not my other podcast. <laughs> you, know what the, you know what I mean. This episode. Shut up. Okay. Um, we're going to play a two truths and a lie kind of situation. I want to say this was a request from Ranunculus Wands ages and ages and ages ago. I believe it was Ranunculus Wands. Shit. Some, in the Discord, y'all, you know, you're all one entity in my mind. Um, and this is a bit ripped directly from the McElroys. Sydney McElroy and Justin McElroy do a famous bit around Christmas where they do this with Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, and Sydney McElroy is a mad genius. And she comes up with the most incredible and ridiculously plausible uh hallmark movie christmas like christmas movie plots um and utterly indistinguishable from any of the other nonsense that hallmarks makes and uh and and so uh they wanted the the degenerates in the discord wanted me to do this i thought it'd be much funnier to test me <laughs> see if i can find the, the fakey fake so uh a credit to sydney and justin mcelroy um i genuflect f- for you uh and and now page um do test my skills okay so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to read like the like synopsis of the book mm-hmm. and i'm going to tell you the titles but i'm not going to oh, tell shit. you the author okay yeah. yeah 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 yeah. are you ready i feel like i feel like i'm you express concern that it would be too easy I have read some wild shit. <laughs> so, like, actually, I, I don't know if I have any gauge on what is what could possibly be fake. So, yes, continue. Let's, let's okay. Book one. Okay. Wrong car, right guy. Ah, fuck. Already. I know. Yep. This grumpy boss will make her pay in the sweetest way. I was trying to be a good friend. My bestie was dumped unceremoniously. And when I spotted his car, I felt the need to write him a quick note on the hood. You know, just a word or two about what I thought of his actions. No big deal. Only it wasn't her ex's car. And it wasn't, or and it was a big deal. A really big deal. Because the car I'd inadvertently vandalized was none other than Tanner Wright's. Tanner Wright, the media mogul. Tanner Wright, <laughs> the internet. Did you just say mogul? <laughs> the internet voted hottest man on earth. Tanner Wright, <gasps> the biggest talk radio host the country has ever known. Tanner Wright, my new boss. I think I might be in a bit of trouble. Did she sign her fucking name with her social security number at the bottom? <laughs> How the fuck do they know? Hey, okay, okay, next one, please. Okay, <laughs> this next one. T for two. Detective Jason Davies has a delicious case at London's famous cafe, The English Rose. Someone has poisoned socialite. Emma Willard, but who? Could it be the foxy barista Jasmine that always has something snarky to say? Or could it be the cute and bubbly American 
Ginger, who is abroad for school. Maybe it's even Davy's partner, Jade. Always there for him, but always with something to hide. Find out in this sexy thriller romance. Oh, fuck. Okay. Wait, what was the name of that? T for two. T for two. Right, right. I, there was a part of me that was really hoping it'd be a golf romance. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, next one. All right. Last one. Immaculate deception. He broke into my clinic late one night and made me his. Nine months later, I'm on the side of the road giving birth. And who, <laughs> and who do I see stopping to help? The mobster. The monster. The man who made me beg for more and then left before I ever got his name. He doesn't realize who I am, where I'm from, what I've done, but I've got secrets I'll die to keep safe from him. Starting with this, that's our baby in his arms. Okay. I have... Fuck. All right. Here's the deal. You can write a romance about... You can romance about anything. Yep. Is, is it. Yep. You can romance it. Yep. And the idea... I have... All of these sound real. All of these sound real, Paige. That's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> Not a single one of these is like, oh, oh yeah, that's the fakey fake. No, 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 no. Fucking all of those could exist in the world. And I wouldn't be surprised if you did a Trixie on me and all of them are actually real. Oh, God. Um, I'm so... I'm so... I'm adrift. I, I have no... Uh, okay, read the titles to me again. We got T for two. T for two. Wrong car, right guy. Keep in mind, it's wrong car, right guy, and the and the name the the guy's name's Tanner. I just thought yeah. that was funny, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if that's the, if that's the one you made up, and you're fucking just like putting <laughs> yourself there for being really clever. I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss you. It's great. Anyway, okay. And one. immaculate deception. Immaculate deception. I. Did Andrew help you with these? No. Oh, I kind of wish he. I kind of wish you'd gotten his input because I feel like I would have been able to spot that his sticky little accountant fingerprints on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. I'm honestly, honestly, this is just a, a crapshoot shot in the dark. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I think it's wrong car, right guy. Nope. Damn it! <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Who was it? It was T for two. Oh shit! I thought and I thought it might not be that because for, okay, here's my here's my reasoning for this. Why I chose wrong car, right guy? Because you know how much I fucking hate a billionaire. Um, <laughs> and then also just like the implausibility of literally all of that. But okay, I could just see you just fucking smacking on just like little morsels <laughs> and, and not being able to control yourself. But apparently that's a real thing that somebody wrote. All right, yeah, fine. Yeah. But the reason I didn't pick that other one was because of the use of the word thriller. I was like, oh, that's like a that's like a bookseller thing. Like, yeah, for sure. That's like something someone would use to sell. But fuck it. You've been around me too long. I have. You've done too much research. You're 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 a snake in the grass now. <laughs> okay, and I did I did kind of lie. Andrew helped me with the title of the name because I was originally going to name it T for two, ta-ta for now. And he's like, <laughs> Fuck! That's better! 
He's like, babe, I think that's too much. I think she's going to figure it out. I, that would not have given it away in any capacity. That wouldn't have. That wouldn't have. I mean, the shit I see every single day of my life looking for new things to read, that, that does nothing. Incredible. If fucking Nalini Singh can, can name her... <laughs> can name her book like texture of intimacy and slave to sensation i think like you can get away with literally anything um so wow i i got i got got i got got, got, I got, got and i misplaced my phone so i don't i don't know how we're gonna do the next bit okay found it um <laughs> oh, shit i also job, Paige. Uh, thank you um i'm i'm very happy that i was able to fool you also i want to note that wrong car right guy um in the title it, it does say that is a full-length bbw which is big beautiful woman romance and mm-hmm. i think that's great i did because it was a car i did at first read it as a full-length bmw <laughs> <laughs> and i was like wow that's so niche but okay oh my god Oh my god, I wanted I want a romance <laughs> novel about the guy who married his car. It's probably out there, my friend. That is almost certainly is out there, yeah. Ah. Uh, you might have to well. go digging for it, but I it's I bet that it's out there. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck, I got owned so bad. Okay, gotta move on before losing more credibility. Um, okay. Uh all right, so more questiones. Last questiones. Um, what sex scene in a book has made you laugh? Now, I didn't answer this question, actually, on Discord. Um, but I felt like for all the people who are not on Discord, which is most of you, get on our Discord server. What are you doing? It's real fun over there. It's, they're such a wily bunch. They're a wily bunch of folk. Um, and it's not nearly as overwhelming as you might think it would be. I know some people are like hesitant to join servers because they feel like it's going to be like a lot of messages and stuff which is really not we're, we're we're a chill group um also i do episode announcements uh like four days early over there so um anyway uh what a sex scene in the book has made you laugh now here this is i've tied this in with my the second question here which is will you ever do a real roasting episode um and the answer to that is no i get a lot of questions about why i <sighs> why I don't criticize more books, like why I don't just like do episodes making fun of books. A lot of times when I tell people I've wrote my novel podcast, I'm sorry, it's the most embarrassing thing about me. Um, <laughs> but like why I don't, well, they always ask me like, why do you do, oh, so you make fun of, you make fun of romance novels. Like you're, it's, it's like a jokey joke podcast about making fun of romance novels. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's actually not. I make fun of everything else, but actually the romance novels are, are the thing that I, I love the most. And I'd, if I ever make fun of them, it's with a heart full of love. Um, besides the fact that there are a million and one podcasts out there that do that exact thing. Right. If, I'd say uh, a varying degree of success and, um, you know, sincerity. I personally don't, <laughs> there's a lot of negativity in the world and I'm not here to, to bash anybody for, for, for doing what they do. I, the, one of the reasons I can never be a book reviewer is because I don't want to, I don't want to write about and I don't want to talk about books that I don't genuinely like. Am I going to read books that I have problems with? Yes. Am I going to talk about problematic elements in books that I love? 
Yes. Am I going to talk about books that are the foundation of this industry and and have shaped the industry and have shaped the genre um, that I that I don't think are good? Like, you know, Clan of the Cave Bear or, <laughs> or The Flame and the Flower um, or The Sheik, which we haven't done an episode on, but I need to. Um, all of those books are tough. I don't enjoy reading them. However... I'm going to do episodes on them where I complain a lot because they are integral to the fabric of the romance genre. Me going onto Amazon, scrolling through alien romance, finding the wackest, least edited, shittiest prose book that I can find, and then putting that author and that book on blast for the shits and giggles of it on my podcast is not something I'm interested in. <laughs> that that does no that that has no value. It has no value to me or to anybody else, really. I think I don't enjoy doing things in a way that feels inherently mean-spirited. I I get really 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 conflicted over that. I have um you know, I've I've deleted things. I've even I've even taken down an episode of this podcast because I felt like despite my best efforts, things came across as mean-spirited. And the reason I don't do episodes that are purely roasting is because even if <laughs> even if the person who wrote that book out there did it for the most mercenary reasons, they did it just to get a couple of dollars, right? They don't give a shit about the book. I do not know that. Probably they care about it a little. And there are plenty of people out there who don't feel anything about that and are happy to roast it or happy to critique it or happy to give it one-star reviews and put their whole shit on blast. Whatever. That's fine. It's their prerogative. Me, personally, the idea of putting something out there just to make strangers laugh that could then hurt somebody, <laughs> uh, hurt their feelings really badly. It's not the vibe here. It's not the vibe. I, I really, I really just like viscerally do not like it. And I, I agonize over some of the things that I say on this podcast when I think about like how they could be taken or uh, whether or not they, they, you know, have hurt the feelings of, of somebody. And so broadly speaking, this podcast is a, is a positive place. Um, so I'm, I'm not here to trash anybody. I'm not here to do anything like that. I'm not here to make a joke out of anybody's work. Um, again, that's totally fine if you do that. It's totally fine if you like to listen to that or read that. I personally am not going to do that, but you can find so much of that out there. God go with you. Um, that being said, the funniest, the funniest sex scene I've ever read was in, again, Susan Trombley. She wrote the uh, Scorpion's Mate, which has where where's definitely where the nutrient story comes from all due respect and credit to susan trombley go read her books they're they're actually really great but she has one which involves a sneak man he's like a naga man and they're on this him and this lady on this spaceship or like it's like a space station thing and they're kind of like not they haven't had sex or anything because um well, the man does have two penises, and it's very intimidating. Um, and and they've been, like, not doing anything. And then they get to the space, sh- space station. The space station is mysteriously empty. It's been totally evacuated. It's very creepy. And then all of a sudden, they enter into, like, this dream state where they're back in, like, her cabin on Earth. And they both know that something's fucked up and has happened, but they don't give a shit. And they're just, like, vibing. And, um... 
they have sex in this like dream state cabin thing and they don't they're like oh this is really weird but hey look it's magical i can just wish for lube we got lube and so there's magically appearing lube (laughs) we love magic lube right when you need it yeah and they just and i expected like that scene to go on for like maybe a scene they stay there for like three weeks or whatever like in the, like mean, and they know not? something is wrong why not can they also i mean could they get whatever they want too yeah but like they know that their real their real bodies are like something is happening to them uh, that's yeah i guess that's fine it's I fine they, i couldn't it made like the magically appearing lube i couldn't i laughed too hard but that that was the, that was the funniest <laughs> thing to me um so yeah not to go on like a diatribe about like what i you know the the reason for this podcast and stuff like that but like i i know that y'all think it's really funny to send me like quote unquote bad romance novels to do um like an episode on and stuff and while I very much appreciate you thinking about me, and I do get a good chuckle or two um, out of those, that's not the ethos of the podcast. The ethos of the podcast is always going to be things that I care about and things that I want to talk about uh, or things that I feel need to be talked about. And, um, you know, just making fun of somebody's work that they've been brave enough to put out into the world, whether that's for money or not, um, is not my vibe. So... That's about that. That's that. What's that? Yeah. So we're going to (laughs) do. I don't know if this has the power to be the last bit, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, So uh, one of the the bits that people have been asking me to do for a while, I believe this was Kin in the Discord who asked me to do this, was um, look up old timey words for genitals and stuff. Ooh. um, and, And read them on the podcast. Again, this was not something, obviously, that could be a whole episode even a little bit. But I did want to spotlight. I took a kind of circuitous route to this because I recently read The History of Sex, A Curious History of Sex by Kate Lister. And you may know Kate Lister um, by her uh, Twitter account um, called Whores of Yore. Now, Whores of Yore is a an account all about, like, the history of sex and sex work and um, the LGBTQ community. Um, specifically in the West, but you yeah, know, mostly all over the world, and um, and it's it, the Curious History of Sex is a fantastic book. I highly recommend reading it. I think the first chapter is all about the history of the word cunt. Um, it's quite it's incredible. Beautiful. It's incredible. a beautiful book. Um, and she really goes into the history of sex work discrimination and uh, like um, LGBTQ uh, history and and. You know, just all sorts of stuff. Um, it's really, really good. Um, so I, I ended up going back to Kate Lister as this resource for this because I, I trust her. But also, I, I had a different thought. I had a kind of divergent thought prior to that where I was like, okay, what if I look up like really ancient <laughs> words for stuff so i so i went to my you know history nerd core and i looked up uh well who who you know who who would we have evidence of using like really profane stuff and i was like the romans did a lot Mm -hmm. of graffiti Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i went and i found a website called uh ancientgraffiti.org 
and they have a database of pictures and descriptions of like a bunch of different sites of really well-preserved. I think it's like mostly Pompeii because obviously that's like super well-preserved. But like if if there is Roman graffiti anywhere, they have they have it on this website that you can search, um, which is super cool. So I just typed in penis. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I didn't exactly get like, uh, like the, uh, you know, what I was looking for. It was mostly just drawings of penises, um, which I'm here to tell you uh, have not changed from Roman times all the way to like 13 year olds writing on their desks. <laughs> um, they look exactly the same. I mean, um, except, except I will say the Romans added a little bit more curvature. It's a simple shape. It's an easy shape. It's an easy shape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so I just wanted to point that out. I did have a different thought for this, but it. There, there wasn't much. Mostly the Romans wrote about like where to where to see uh, various prostitutes and whether or not they'd taken a shit in, in that particular corner by the wall that they'd written on. Or um, <sighs> at one point, someone was like, I'm a really good doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Come see me um, with your problems. Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of business advertisements. I love that. I love that for them. Uh, and then drawings of penises, of course, of course, of course. Of course, of course, um, of course. So I ended up going back to Horrors of Yore. So Horrors of Yore has this really fun thing where uh, I think like once a week they do um, a like a spotlight on a particular word or euphemism for sex or defecation or like whatever. It's any sort of like body word. Um, and they usually put them up on Twitter. Um, and I thought it'd be fun to have you guess what you think these mean. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, are you ready? Uh-huh. So this is from the 20th century. Okay. Jelly jewelry. This is like for all, like these are all dirty words, right? Like the, you, Yes. Um, is it balls? That's not, that's, you know what? That's a good guess. That's a good guess. You know, you did a good job. It's not it. No. Um, it's, it's what we would call a facial. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. I, yes. I will okay. say the amount of, the amount of euphemisms that I discovered in Kate Lister's archive um, that involved jelly, I didn't include almost all of them, but there, hey, there were a lot. You know what? I could see that. I could see yeah. it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Next one. So next, next one. one. Um. Buggle bow. Buggle bow. This is from the 16th century. Oh. Buggle bow. Buggle bow. Buggle bow. Hmm. Yeah. That one. Hmm. Yeah. Do you need a hint? I do need a hint. Okay, it's a it's a it's a piece of the body. It's a part it's a part of the body. It's a part of the body. A buggle bow. It's part of the privacy. Part of the privacy. I Buggle Do you want me to hmm. use it in a sentence? Yes, please. That would be very helpful. Okay. Um, 
you shouldn't use soap on your buggle bow or else you'll get a UTI. Oh, it's a vagina? It's technically the vulva. Oh my goodness. A yeah. buggle bow. I've That doesn't the- sound dirty, you know? So so a boggle was a type of goblin. Uh <laughs> <laughs> was a not-too-subtle reference to a scary small creature hiding in the forest. Shakespeare uses Bugglebow several times. Oh my god. That's a very Shakespeare thing to do. What is is the thing that hides in the closet in Harry Potter? A boggart. Oh, yes. So it's a (laughs) boggerbow. My worst fear. (laughs) Is a vulva. (laughs) Um, okay, so next one. Um, you're going to like this one. Satchels of Generation from 1650. Satchels of Generation. I feel like this could be balls, too. That is, you are correct. It is balls. Ah, <gasps> uh, yes. Hey, spoilers, most of these is balls. Incredible. Um, okay, because people have never changed. Never. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, this one is maybe my, f- this one is maybe my favorite. This one is maybe my favorite. From 1741. Oily balsamic injection. Oily balsamic injection. 1741. Would you like me to use it in a sentence? Yes, please. He shot his oily balsamic injection up my shooter. And now I have to go to CVS. I mean, is it just, is it just a very lengthy word for come? Yeah. (laughs) God. Okay, to break it down. Oily. Balsamic. Injection. What is oily? Oily balsamic injection. The more the more I say it, the more it sounds like an all American reject song. It sounds like salad dressing. Cause it's balsamic. Yeah. Hi, sir. Um, I'm wondering what your salad of the day is. Oh yeah, well it's a it's a fine arugula salad with some uh, fresh cut uh, greens in it, as well as um some uh, edamame and some oily balsamic injection drizzles over the top. No, special. It sounds like um one of those uh bougie restaurants that like have those um minimal salads and it oh! has like the little pipettes of the, or like of salad the waiter dressing. comes up and has to like inject it for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're oily balsamic I mean, he do. He do have to inject it for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta pay extra for that, though. Okay. So, uh, second to last one. We're almost there. Uh, from 1900. Sling the jelly. Sling the jelly. Well, we know what... Sling je- the jelly. We know what jelly is. Do you? <laughs> I'm assuming... <laughs> what it is um is that just is it masturbating it's you know what it's female masturbation oh and i'm gonna say um i hate the example sentence that uh caitlister used <laughs> that she she did that she put and that was 
Uh, quote, I'm not up to much this evening, Dorothy. Just watching the men's gymnastic finals and slinging me jelly. <laughs> I mean, points for just being so open about it, I suppose. Yeah, I mean... I know no that's shame, still... I, I feel like specifically female though. masturbation is, is still a, a taboo subject even by today's standards. So that's pretty open-minded. I still hate it. I hate it. Like, I hate... So there's a there's an old bit on the Bim Bam where Justin McElroy used to say that um, you, it, any problem could be solved by putting jelly on it. And now I think that takes on a new and horrifying uh, perspective with all of the jelly euphemisms. And I'm not saying that that's what he meant. I would never put that on Justin's name. But also... Can't unhear things. Can't now. Uh-uh. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so actually, I like kind of like this one a little bit. This one kind of tickled me. This is, I thought, like a sweet little ending to this bit. Um, and that is, this is from 1732, and this is the dog's portion. I'm sorry, the what now? The dog's portion. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, my friend John has been chasing this girl for two weeks, but she's giving him the dog's portion. Have you been friend zoned? No, just got the dog's portion. Oh, is it like, uh, like a, like a hand job? Wow, get your fucking mind out of the gutter. (laughs) What is it? Uh, So this is uh, from Kate Lister's website. The rake's progress describes men infatuated with a woman as getting, quote, the dog's portion. A lick and a smell, but not one morsel to save you from starving. Similar to friend zoned. Oh. So like when you like really like a girl, but she's just not giving you the attention that you think you deserve. I see. The dog's portion. I wish I liked better than friend zoned. That is pretty good. Yeah, there was there was so much like I was on this website for like an hour because I was I kept being like, well, that one and that one. But I'm going to be honest with you. They're all words for vagina, pooping or penis. And (laughs) after a while, they all kind of blend into one. And I was like, I don't know when's funny anymore. (laughs) So I stopped myself at six. You chose Uh, good ones. You chose good ones. Well, there was there was. There was a lot. There was there was one about like orgies and stuff that I thought was pretty good. But then I was like, but it's all the same. After a while, it's kind of like being in art school where like at first, you know, seeing naked models like once a week or twice a week is like affecting. And then very quickly, you just get so used to naked bodies that it just means nothing to you anymore. Pretty much. Uh, Yeah. It was kind of like that where I just looked at all these euphemisms and I was like, I don't know what's funny anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's I think that's gross. But also these are all gross. I don't know. When all are silly, jelly. When all are silly, none are silly. Which is just, I think, a good way to describe the state of podcasts right now. Uh, (laughs) Stop making podcasts. There's too many. No. (laughs) Have to make all of them for everyone. No, no. How can I maintain my spot as 250th ranked in books in Saudi Arabia, according to Dave from Jarnable, <laughs> who sends me emails I didn't ask for, uh, if if people keep making new podcasts? I don't know. You know how? You know how? 
by dropping us a review or recommending us to your friends. Maybe uh, peep in that moich, the hot moich. I don't see when you say merch that way, it sounds like something that it's not. I don't know what it sounds like, but it doesn't sound moich is not a word that I enjoy. Gotta get that sweet moichandise. This, buy, buy my buy my merch, please. I'm wearing a very comfy sweatshirt. It's it looks very incredible. It's very comfortable. It's very cool. It's got drippies. It's got handies. about chickens i don't think i'll ever be able to stop thinking about chickens that was that was honestly incredible such a you know really amazing that they had two different vibes like so bad uh because they were they were almost identical scenes really like two they were just two people getting it on and they came out so massively different um i that is wild i'm still i'm i'm boggled man i'm boggled by that uh, but I, I had a good time making them. Um, don't ask me to, to, to do more. I cannot make an episode out of that. And I think y'all know that because uh, you listened to the first half of this. You know that I can't make an episode out of that. Um, but, you know, this is I, I, I hope that you never uh, ask me for anything again because I fulfilled all my promises. Um, and that's a one time deal. <laughs> Paige, do you have anything to say about uh, this year? The first um, episode of birthday month slash our real actual anniversary episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just uh first of all i wanted to say that i'm so very proud of you because you work uh harder than anyone that i ever know and you're so passionate about what you do and you care a lot and you're doing such a good job Uh, you can't say those things i can and i will and i have um it's really fun to be on this podcast and you've come such a long way from you know making all those first 10 episodes with with uh you little with all, with all of us your friends yeah. <laughs> and now you're doing author interviews and talking to people the professionals and it's all very exciting to watch you uh be successful in this so i'm just very proud of you and it's uh still uh, recording is still as fun as the first time that we record, even though I was melting the first time we recorded and I'm not melting anymore. <laughs> well, yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I the podcast, I, I did want to end this episode by, by just saying thank you to everyone who makes this podcast possible. This podcast literally would not exist without the support of my friends who not only forced me to make it, basically, <laughs> um, but who were kind enough to 
without any sort of hesitation, volunteer their time to, you know, allow me to milk them for content uh, <laughs> and who, you know, helped me with things like, you know, figuring out how to, you know, do my theme. You know, Andrew was the one who made my theme. No questions asked. Um, you know, you have been a constant sounding board for ideas and for help and for, you know, just pinching in when episodes <laughs> go wrong and I need somebody really fast. Um you know, it's it, it, this this podcast absolutely would not exist, not only because the entire conceit of the podcast is that I have someone new on or a new another guest on each week, but also because, you know, making things in isolation is no fun. <laughs> um, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't do it if I didn't have friends to do it with. And I've been incredibly privileged to make this podcast i've been incredible incredibly privileged to meet so many wonderful people because of this podcast um like uh amalia dillon who has been nothing but kind and supportive from day one when i was so worried that she was gonna hate me because the the episode that she was first mentioned on and the reason we met was because i Asked the question, are orcs racist? <laughs> I was like, oh, I really hope she doesn't hate me for for asking that question uh, and think that I'm criticizing her when I wasn't. Um, but Amalia is fantastic. And, um, you know, uh, so is uh, Victoria Aveline, who <laughs> I was so excited to talk to because I love her book so much, the Clicanian series, and who has been such an amazing friend to me um, and who is so talented and um saved my life when we <laughs> recorded on e. Phillips episodes. Um and, you know, uh other friends of the podcast, Finley Fenn and Tiffany Roberts, and uh, you know, just I'm missing people, of course. I mean Abigail Owen, Bryna Starler, uh Liz Crow, Adele Buck, uh, all of these people who have I mean, uh also Melko. I'm like missing so many people. But like they're listen if, if I don't say your name, it's not because I'm not grateful to you for the time you've volunteered to be on the podcast and the wonderful support you've given me. What you guys don't see a lot of the times, too, is I do interviews with these people and um, we talk beforehand and we usually talk after. And they are so kind as to volunteer advice for me or to just talk and we hang out and shoot the shit and just everyone's been so tremendously kind. Um, and it's it's. I cannot overstate the privilege it has been to get to know these people because of this podcast, this really ridiculous thing that I do each week. Um, and most of all, though, um, it has been such a pleasant surprise to interact with listeners. Uh, like, that is... It's, it's really hard to imagine putting something out into the abyss that is the internet and actually get... <laughs> like responses back from people who aren't like your friends or your family or you know associated detritus um and to to actually have people who don't know me who have no stake in whether I do well or not who who don't feel obligated in any way to participate in the things that I do and create and whatever um actively support me every day and say such kind things to me and reach out to me and send me letters and and emails and messages and dms and you know join the discord and and just it has been so wonderful and unexpected um a year ago i i couldn't have imagined that i kind of just thought oh i'll do this thing and like 
I hope someone cares. But, you know, I wasn't didn't have any friends in the industry. I didn't have, you know, any books coming out. I didn't have anything. So there was no reason for anyone to pay attention to me. Um, and to, to have come this far as we have is has been just really, really wonderful. Um, and I and I can't can't thank listeners um, enough for that. So you guys have been great as much as I tease you and call you degenerates <laughs> and demand that you leave me Apple podcast reviews. It's with or, love. Uh, it's all with love. Media. It's all with love. I mean, honestly, you spend an hour and change a week with me. You could be doing anything else. You could be living your life in any other way. You don't get those minutes back. Um, and I I am fully aware of of the privilege that is inherent with that. And, and I think part of the reason that I strive to make this podcast a positive space is because I, I am lucky enough to get those minutes with you, the listener, um, and I want them to be spent positively, <laughs> even when we're talking about heart stuff. So, um, you know, so thank you from the from the bottom of my heart. This is really I'm I'm very happy to do to do this and I'm going to continue to do this, uh, whether or not we ever get a Squarespace or Casper mattress or MeUndies or a food subscription box advertiser. <laughs> Whether or not we ever make it big and get those ads, man, I will still make this goddamn stupid podcast. Um, so I hope you keep listening. So, uh, that's been podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, being on the, the listener special episode page. And thanks for being my first ever guest. Yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, It's been a wild ride, huh? It has been. It has been. I mean, it will continue to be so. A lot of downs. A lot of jelly. So much jelly. Uh... So you can find, as usual, all of the links to everything below, including the links to Paige's in-print store where you can buy her cool art. Buy it. Do it now. Uh, as well as, like, Redbubble and all that stuff. But Paige, what are your social media links? Uh, imprint.com slash Pagehues, P-A-G-E-H-U-E-S. Uh, same with Instagram, at Pagehues, P-A-G-E dot H-U-E-S. Um, that's pretty, yeah. There all I right. am. There she is. She's doing it. Um, you can find me at Abigail K. Kelly on Twitter. You can also find the podcast wherever you get podcasts, but also on social media, you can find us at Kingdom Thirst everywhere except for the places that I'm not. Uh, the Discord server link is below in the description. Um, you can also find me on Instagram personally as Works by Abigail, uh, which is also the name of my Patreon page going up in Ooh. February of 2022. Um, I, I officially am announcing that my serial is coming out on February 6th, the first chapter will be free for everyone. Y'all. Um, and the rest you can access weekly for five bucks a month, if that is your ish. It's happening. It's, y'all, it's so good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it is, it is absurd. It is so unbelievably absurd, this thing that I've written. Um, I am very excited about it. So uh, I, I really hope that you guys enjoy that. I mean, people are like, oh, February so far away. It's really not. It's, it's really not. super not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's already October, y'all. 
It's October. We're going to speed through November and December, and then it's going to be January, and then February is going to be here, and it's and, and, and it's going to be a lot. Y'all, and you always know. I know it, it's, like she said, it seems so far away. Y'all know how fucking fast, as soon as, like, mid-October hits, you know how fast holidays hit. Halloween, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, Christmas, it goes by fast. Mm-hmm. So you have this month of October... You have this much time to get any sort of KOT merch that you want to get for your friends and family. <laughs> a thirsty first sweatshirt is a great gift. It's comfy. Listen, it's stylish. It's, it's comfy. It's stylish. It doesn't have any sort of inappropriate material, although we did talk about handies for a little while there. That's cool. Um, it, um, uh, but you can also get like uh, aliens, more like alien stickers or mugs, or you know, there's there's a lot. There's an old boysy stuff on there. There's pages uh, merch on there. There's a lot. There's a lot you can get. Um, that would be cool if you want to do that for the holidays. It's a little gift for your friends, a little gift for me. Um, and then you know, also this is a bookseller warning. I know you're tired of hearing about it, but I'm gonna say it again. Get your books now. Um, every other book that I go to order for somebody is backordered. So do it now. Now, 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 now. Um, and I think that's all I've got to say. Get your commemorative, uh, one year anniversary merch now because it will be gone October 31st. And that's that. Um, and, uh, you know, again, thanks. Thanks for listening. It's been, it's been a wild ride. I will see you (laughs) in next week's episode. I apologize. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.